Mac Voices at CES. Remember Stuff offers a wide variety of utilities and capabilities for those caring for dementia patients. Mac Voices is supported by ZocDoc. ZocDoc is the only free app that lets you find and book doctors who are patient-reviewed, take your insurance, are available when you need them, and treat almost every condition under the sun. Go to ZocDoc.com slash MacVoices. Mac Voices is in Eureka Park at CES. I'm Chuck Joyner. Folks, we stopped by the Remember Stuff booth to talk to Keith about Remember Stuff. And this is a pretty interesting, I'm not sure, Keith, should I say application or service could. or what? You could say an application. Yeah, for, for folks who um, have loved ones with dementia or are maybe starting down that unfortunate path. Keith, thanks so much for the time. Thank you, Chuck, for having me. I appreciate it. So tell me about Remember Stuff. This I, I saw a little demo of it earlier, and it seems like it's got a lot of different purposes and a lot of different features. It certainly does. Um, so basically, our CEO's mother had dementia, and at the time, there wasn't anything like this. She was looking for a tool that could help her and her mother through her life's journey. They lived several states apart, and communication and uh, having a way to see what her mother was doing and how she was um, became a big problem. So uh, eventually she was in the position to where she could create Remember Stuff for people that had similar issues. So basically what she's created is a platform um, for the senior to be engaged, engagement um, and have purpose. So we want them to not just sit in front of a television or do something that is basically purposeless sitting around not using their brain. So we've developed activities for them that are fun, but also have a purpose. Um, we collect all of that data so we can see and also the family caregiver and their clinician their doctor their nurses can see in real time what they're doing and how they're doing and we we keep all the data and then measure it so in time as they use it if they are declining we like to see a steady or improvement which through an nih study we have shown some improvement so we're going to advance with a further study um, but if they are declining we detect it early so then a message will go out to the family caregiver or the doctor saying, we need to take a look at this person because something has changed. Maybe it's their medication. Maybe the disease is progressing. So it's early detection. But on the front end, we want to make it entertaining and, and, and purposeful for them because everybody needs purpose in life. So some of the ways we do that, just from the most basic level, is on our home screen, we have three areas. We have a, a calendar, a message center, and what we call a turn flame, which I'll get into in a second, and then an activity center. So we can go right to the calendar, and this is their daily activity. This is a demonstration for, say, um, either assisted living or a nursing home setting. So this would tell their, their, their daily routine. It would tell you that you have breakfast at 6 a.m., such and such, or if you need to take your medication, and it will say, see medication list, which you could go to your medication list. And then right off the bat, it would tell you to take your medication. And every time they check it, this, is, this information is stored and then that information can be seen by the family caregiver or the doctor saying, yes, they did say that they took their medication. Um, and then the next day it will restart again. Also, they can come back to it and say, I don't remember if I took my medication. They can go to this page and say, yes, today I checked off, I took my medication, so they don't duplicate. Um, so that's basic in a basic form. Um, we also have a messaging center. This is big, especially it was big during COVID when um, communication you couldn't have in-person visitation and they were isolated they didn't understand why a lot of the times so this was a great section because they could send and receive a video message which is stored indefinitely 
and so they can go back and see these messages over and over again anytime they want so if it's like a, maybe it's a granddaughter's uh, piano recital they can't get to it but they want to watch it this is sent here and they can watch it over and over again also we can send uh, text messages if you like or we can send artwork if they create artwork they can send it to their family so they can see exactly what they're doing um, the remember section is where we really get personal so Roscoe is our AI digital avatar and he's in his infancy right now um, but as time goes on this will be complete companion technology where the user can have a conversation with Roscoe how are you doing today I'm fine how are you would you like to do a game would you like to play a quiz or he could say I need some help. I need to send 10 postcards to the children's hospital saying, I hope you get well. Can you help me? Now we've given them purpose. So tomorrow they're going to say, I need to wake up because I have this project to do with Roscoe. I have to send these get well cards to the children's hospital. Now we've given them purpose. Instead of just getting up and going through their day and watching TV, now they have a purpose, which, which adds to the length of life and the quality of life. You know, they feel like they're, they're contributing, they're doing something. So that's what we do with the remember section. Also in this section, we can put pictures of their wedding day, vacations, family members, and Roscoe will keep pushing this information in front of them so that they see if they can remember who is this person. It'll generate a quiz based on that information. Then it'll go to the quiz and say, who is this? Oh, is this Bob, your husband, your, your brother, your son? And see if they get them right. He's measuring that data also. So. If they get them all right all the time, and again, then they all of a sudden getting them wrong, we know something has changed and they need to be seen. So then we go to the activity section. Now the activity section is a lot of fun stuff, but also it has it has a data collection backside to it. So let's say for if we want to take a quiz, we can take a quiz on just shapes and this would be a basic one. So we could pick a wrong answer and then we'll pick the rest right answers yellow square okay now we have this information this is stored so we expect that every time they take this they should at least get this if all of a sudden they miss another one we know something's changed again now we're using that data to try to get it early and correct it um, what we really like to see is by using it over and over again we see an increase in cognition now we know we're doing good so now this is a tool that can be used by a clinician to say okay this is actually working let's keep giving them the information and we can change it up it's completely customizable and you may be here and i may be here but you know i may need to take this quiz like just what color is this i just need to know the most basic function or you might need a quiz to where okay i need to read an article and then take the quiz to see if i remember what i've read depending on where you are um we also do it through things like like, uh, let's see, puzzles. Puzzles is a big one for us. So this would be a jigsaw puzzle, but let's say they're, they're struggling a little. Let's see, we'll go back to another, different puzzles. Go to, let's go to this one. So we can do a puzzle, but if they're struggling, we can make the same image into six pieces. And then we're measuring, we're measuring what they're doing. But if they're really sharp, we can make the same image and do a thousand pieces. It depends on where the person is. So it's not a one size fits all. It's where are you? And we're gonna tailor this to you. Because somebody who's with it is not gonna play a six, you know, yeah. I'm not gonna play this one. Sure. But you know, we can go to one, say with let's say let's say 35 pieces. 
Okay, now, now we see every time that they move one of these around, we're measuring all this. And can they, can they find where each one of them goes? And can they connect them? Can they clip them together? Um, and we can also take images. We can take a picture of you, turn it into a puzzle. Anything that, that interests them. Um, but anyway, we measure every time, they, every time they do the puzzle and put the piece in the right place, we're measuring this and we're, we're, we're collecting it. And then it'll tell us how long it took us to do the puzzle. And you know, were we able to actually, not just cognition, but dexterity, could we take our finger and put it on the puzzle piece? You know what I mean? So then this is all stored. And it took us a minute 50. So the next time they take this puzzle with this many pieces, we expect them to be in a range. If all of a sudden it's taken them four times as long, maybe something's going on that we need to look at. It's, it's a fascinating set of features and activities and all that is perfect. And you, it, I'm, I'm impressed, here, well, you're impressed by the fact that you can sort of change the levels of it. That it's not, okay, here it is, and if it's too hard for you, then well, then it's too hard. Yeah. You know, you can, you can alter that. Um, talk just a little bit about the, the, the video messages and the communications. How are they being transferred? You know, obviously their concerns over security, someone getting into my my loved one and, you know, trying to scam them. Yeah. So is, is that, a, I mean, I believe you said it was a closed system, but how closed? It's it's completely closed down. So on on our app, on, on the user side, they cannot break out of the system. They can't end up on a website where somebody's going to be asking them for personal information, credit card information, trying to scam them. They can't end up on a website where they'll end up with a virus. It's completely taken out. The only way to get content and data on or off of here is through the portal by an approved person. So if they want to send, say, artwork, like one of the art, art, art pieces we made, they can only send it to one of the approved people. They can't just send it to anybody, and not anybody that's on here cannot send it to them. Only these people. So it's completely safe. And we're HIPAA compliant. So our data, when we get our data, we have a number. But the only people that have access to who the number is tied to would be the family caregiver or the physician. That's it. So even we don't know who it is. You know, we have a yeah, we have a number assigned, and so they can. That the only people that are allowed to do that are people that are approved. Makes sense. So we're HIPAA compliant. So that's how we keep it safe, um, and that's how we keep them from being in a place they shouldn't be. Yeah. Also, no matter where they go, you know, like I said, the usability and the ease of use is important. Sometimes we found is with older people, maybe they're not familiar with technology or they do have a cognitive deficit. They get locked, they get stuck. I don't know how to get out of here. But with our system, all they have to do is touch it somewhere else. And I don't care what page you're on. If you touch it up here somewhere else, you're out of that. So you're never stuck. And we even use this in memory care. And for memory care, a lot of times it's staff directed, right? So they will help walk them through, but Roscoe will else also help them. He'll nudge them along and try to help them figure out what it is they're trying to do. But even if they are just touching it, we found that some of the people in memory care weren't actually doing the activity. They were just having fun clicking around and seeing something change. Right. And it was stimulating them. Yeah. And we also generate content. Like say, we, I have a couple of users. One of them is he's a train conductor. He's in memory care now and he does not really communicate. So we made an article on trains. The memory care director put the trains on and I, put, I didn't know anything about it, I just picked a bunch of different trains. He knew every single one of them. Every train, 
said what kind of engine was in the train, which ones he drove, and for 15 minutes, this gentleman was himself again. He literally yeah. was himself, almost like he didn't have any cognitive. And then after a few minutes, he lost interest. But so every day she was doing this, and every day for 15 minutes, he was himself again. So it's got to be incredibly rewarding, rewarding. you know. To yeah, rewarding. To, go ahead. Go ahead. Even even just to turn back time for 15 minutes. It is. It is. And and the whole idea is to improve the quality of life for the user, but also now doing the aging at home, we want to help the caregiver because it's a highly stressful situation when you're trying to care with an aging loved one who is declining. You know, so by having this network and and what we're doing in the next the next six or eight months is this will be a a, a a social media platform where people with similar situations can connect with each other because the info, you know, the internet is filled with misinformation and this. So you go to a website and says this is what you should do, and you go to another website saying you shouldn't do that. Well, you don't know what's truthful. So now you can connect with other people that are in the same say, This worked for me. Right. Okay. Well, I'll try that. And then as the data is collected and continues to grow, later on the next generation of people that are using it can access that data and say, well, this is what worked for 80% of the people. I'm going to try that with my mom. And now you have something that's quantifiable. So you have a crowdsourcing uh, corpus of data to work with. Yes, exactly. They were telling me that there is, I guess you have this running on an iPad as well? Yeah, we can, we do it in several different platforms. Um, and it depends on where they are. If they're comfortable, you know, the, the iPad is great. If they're used to using an iPad or a tablet, um, then they're comfortable using that interface. Some people have vision problems, dexterity problems, so we may go to a bigger system. And then in, uh, a lot of times in long-term care, we can go up to an 86-inch touchscreen. Oh, wow. So we can really do group activity now. We can do karaoke sing-alongs. We can do story times. We can do you know, quizzes together where we'll, we'll give them information on their in-room unit, have them come do an activity together and see what they remember as in a group. You know, so we'll start saying, okay, you get question one. What was the answer to this? Do you remember? And then you can see where they are and, and what they need help with. And so not only does it ha help the person individually, but now it helps them, um, you know, interact with other people, which sometimes can be difficult. They don't, you know, don't want to be, so you have to find, you have to find things that they're interested in. Maybe it's music, you know, maybe it's, maybe it's the trains, whatever it is, yeah. something to bring people together. You know, you may have veterans in there that don't ever communicate with each other, right. but through this, they can communicate with each other and say, oh, I was a veteran in the Vietnam War. Well, I was in the Korean War. Hey, you guys want to go have lunch together? Whatever. There's so many, so many avenues, you know, for, for improving the quality of life, getting these people to interact with each other, improving their quality of life overall. That's the end goal. And, you know, helping them live a longer, more purposeful life. So, I mean, I don't, you were saying it's in some facilities now. Is this available on an individual basis? It is. And, it, and how is it priced and, you know, how, how is it set up? Yeah, so, that, so that's our, our biggest probably challenge right now is cost because our software is a, is a, is a subscription-based software, but we're providing the hardware. That's the biggest cost. So most people don't want to buy the unit. They want to have because they're not going to have it forever. So we do a rental. So we give them a rental fee and then a subscription base. We're on a Windows-based kind of unit now, which Windows is expensive. We, we were looking for some funding so that we can change it from that to an Android-based app. 
So now we're going to really lower the subscription cost and, and get rid of the hardware cost altogether so that everybody can access it. That's the goal. Fascinating. Uh, the website where folks can go to learn more. RememberStuff.com. Great. Very simple. Just RememberStuff.com. <laughs> Keith, thank you so much for the time. Great comprehensive explanation of something that has just an amazing number of options. Well, I appreciate it, Chuck. And, and really, that's 1% of it. And it would take us days to go through everything. And it, it is customizable. And the more use it gets, the more customized it is to that single user. Um, and it should be the last piece of a, a hardware, a piece of software, a piece of electronic computer-based thing that they ever need. We want them to start using this at home. And if they ever have to transition to long-term care, this is something that they can take with them that's familiar. So they're not in a new place and they don't know anybody. At least they have something and then they can communicate with their family. We can do live call. It does live calling also. So it's like it's like FaceTime, but on a super large screen where they're life size. Right. Yeah. That's so cool. Yeah. Thanks again for the time. I appreciate Thank your you. time. Thank you very much. Thank you. Okay. Folks, more from CES in Las Vegas. I'm Chuck Joyner. Thanks for watching. Visit macvoices.com for show notes and to connect with Chuck on social media. Get involved in our Facebook group or like our Facebook page and get more out of your Apple tech with Mac Voices Magazine, free on Flipboard and on the web. And if you find value in it all, consider supporting us through either our Patreon campaign at patreon.com macvoices or by making a one-time donation via the PayPal link on our front page and in the show notes of each episode. You will join these fine people who help bring you Mac Voices. Advertising handled by Backbeat Media at backbeatmedia.com. Bandwidth provided by Cashfly at cashfly.com.